Welcome to episode 123 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Well, this is a um, an episode that we've been talking about for quite some time and trying to figure out how we're going to do it. So this is called Chew on This Goes Behind the Scenes. And uh, this isn't... Um, like this isn't like talking to the grip <laughs> or the, the the camera operator or anything like that. This is um, you could almost say what if scenarios because this is um, actually no, not what if scenarios, but this is like stuff that happened behind the scenes in uh, maybe some famous movies that you guys know about um, where you know something happened or something went on or maybe there was a scene filmed or. Maybe there, the, there was a particular actor that was supposed to be in this one particular role, but that didn't work out. So it's like stuff that we don't know, or maybe you know, maybe some of you or most of you don't know uh, certain aspects of uh, what happened behind the scenes in the movies. So this, ep- <laughs> this is like a really long explanation. So basically we're going to look at – we're going to go back and forth and, and talk about movies and talk about – um, you know, certain things that happen in the movies that we may not have known about. And a lot of these I didn't know about. I was really fascinated. I, I read tons of articles and I kind of picked and grabbed, you know, whichever ones I thought were interesting. Um, so who wants to start? Um, I'll start with, I'm going to say this is kind of interesting to see if, if anything you mentioned that I knew, because I know a lot of behind the scenes stuff and I think you do too. So <laughs> I do. It's hard to get so let's past. See if you know, yeah. Right, exactly. Let's see if you know this one from Lord of the Rings. So the scene in The Return of the King, it's when uh, uh, Frodo tells Samwise to go home. Yeah. Was um, apparently filmed over the course of an entire year. Oh. oh uh, that one scene where they're climbing up the mountain with Gollum and Gollum finally tricks him. Yeah, uh, that was one of the, that was one of the first scenes that they filmed according to the behind the scenes on the DVD. That was Yeah, uh, but it took an entire year to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So you did know it or not? I did know that. Um okay. it's on the behind the scenes DVD. It's on the special features DVD of Return of the King. Um, yeah, this is going to be a tough one. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one. <laughs> Some people might not know that. Uh, there's another scene um, in now that I think about it, in Return of the King, where the the four um, hobbits are saying goodbye to Gandalf and and Galadriel and all that. They're they're taking off, you know, all the they're leaving Middle Earth, and then um, Frodo Frodo is basically leaving too, and then all of them start crying. Well, they filmed that thing three or four different times because there was always something wrong with the take, either. Like the wardrobe was um, not consi- consistent with what they were wearing in a previous scene, or just really basic stuff. So every every time they had to tell them, they had to refilm that crying scene. They all dreaded it. They all hated it. And then the last one is the one that we we know, and you know, in the movies. And by that time, they were like so upset that the the crying I think really like shows through <laughs> because they hate they hated recording that scene over and over again. Or maybe they knew that they had four more endings to film. <laughs> Not that we have to part ways, but oh, we got <laughs> we got way more to film. Okay, right, so, so uh, um, uh, oh, it's still your turn. That's right, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Raiders, Raiders of Lost Ark, one of the like the the best movies of all time in my top, probably my top three. Um, okay. 
So that famous scene where Indy breaks out of the, the well of souls and there's the, the airplane and it's, you know, um, he's trying to like steal the airplane to fly off. Well, the pilot, the, the, the pilot was supposed to be played by a stunt man, but all the stunt men were sick apparently the morning that the scene was filmed. So they had to take the film's producer, which was Frank Marshall. And he's the one that's the pilot. So I thought that was okay. kind of interesting. I never knew that fact. Um, and wasn't Frank Marshall, or isn't he married to Kathleen Kennedy? Or, or he? Uh, I think they're together. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. officially, but right, right, right. Um, um, didn't he almost kill Harrison Ford? I think in that so. scene. I think he almost died. What from the blades or from being crushed? By yeah, the like, yeah, like Harrison tripped or something. I don't know. I thought I, I thought I remember something like that, but I didn't know. I didn't know the Frank Marshall thing. Now the the Last Crusade also there's the just really quickly there's a scene where they're on the Zeppelin and the two of them are you know filming the scene where they finally get to sit down quietly and like talk to each other for you know what seems like it's been a long time since they talked and in that right. scene at scene <laughs> Sean Connery was so hot he was sweating real bad that he took his pants off and then Harrison Ford took his pants off so it's a close right. up of them yeah so like they're they're not wearing pants in that scene I thought that was kind of funny I, I yeah, actually I knew that one too. I actually didn't know that one. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, one of the lines that we always use is uh, "Game Over, Man" from Aliens. Yeah, um, and it's done, you know, by um, oh god, I forget his name already. The great, the great Bill Paxton. Right, Bill Paxton, and that apparently was improvised by him in the early rehearsals and read-throughs and. He doesn't like to improvise. Apparently, he didn't like to improvise, but camera made him do it, and that's one of the things that he said. And Cameron liked it so much, he took out the line that he wrote and added that one in to the script when they were actually filming. Oh, that's cool. I see. I didn't know that. I, and and that's, the reason why he did it apparently was he was thinking um, that he would be that his character would be that type of person that plays games. And video games at that time, when you got to the end, would say "game over." Right. So okay, that's where he was thinking. I don't know. I just just that scene is so iconic when he's just like "game over, man." Yeah, especially since Cameron's very notorious for read what's on the paper. Yeah. Um, so to have that improvised in, so I didn't. I didn't know that one. I didn't know it was improvised. Speaking of aliens, it's funny you brought that up. I read somewhere that the whole chest burster scene. Um, in the first alien wasn't like, I don't even think they rehearsed it. Um, no, no, they didn't tell the cast what was going on. Yeah. So like the first take, the mechanics didn't work. And so on the second take, when it actually burst out of the chest and the blood shot into that actress's face, they right. all, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they reaction. were all shocked. Yeah. And the, yeah, the actress actually passed out. And then, yeah. so, and then one actor was like, I'm going to my trailer and he didn't come out for a while. Because they was so freaked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems freaky. I mean, so it's I was in, it was in Spaceballs now, so it's kind of pop culture. But the first time I, I ever saw that scene, I, it freaked me the fuck out. Oh my god, it's but so intense! If you've never seen a scene like that, like that, that's been done like that, I remember grabbing my chest when I first saw that movie. <laughs> I was really, I was really young though. You're like every time you had like a stomach ache, you're like, oh, oh shit! No, it was like, oh fuck! 
Oh, wait, it's coming out my ass. Okay, I'm all right. Did you know in, in Return of the Jedi that they that the word Ewok is never uttered by any character? Yeah, I read that. I read that that it was it's weird. It was it was in the script and also in the in the credits. But they never Right, but they never call it that. No. Call they never that. they never call it that. Um <clears throat> so in episode one, uh Qui-Gon Jinn is like he keeps like talking into his like communicator and all that stuff. And I guess yeah, I, I, I think guess, I know you're gonna go with this one. Oh, you know where I'm gonna go with this one? I didn't know this. Yeah. I didn't know but it was like a resin cast of like a it was a resin cast of like a Gillette Ladies uh razor. <laughs> I, yeah. I had no idea. I was like, that's hysterical. <laughs> um Yeah, I I I I knew that a while ago because it was on the behind the scenes for um episode one. Oh cool. All right, so let's see. I got Saving Private Ryan. Okay. So um, this is a cool story. I, I'm sure it's pretty well known, so I'll be interested to see if you know it or not. Um, Spielberg sent them away for, like, I think, uh, what, 30 days or 60 days or some shit like that to boot camp, and every single actor wanted to quit. And everybody actually was had to go, like, out of the main group that was looking for Ryan. Everybody got had to go except for Matt Damon. Matt Damon was the only one excluded out of it, and it was to build like a subconscious animosity towards him. Oh, uh, because and then everybody wanted to quit that boot camp except for Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was the only one that said, "Guys, we're doing this. We got to do this." And they they all, you know, he talked every single person out. Like they get, they just thought like, "Well, if Tom Hanks is quitting, I I can't quit." <laughs> or is if, if he's not quitting, I can't quit. So like Vin Diesel wanted to quit too, but not Tom Hanks. Well, Vin, that doesn't surprise me. Isn't he notoriously like doesn't want to do anything? I mean, even the Rock. <laughs> well, now Rock called him <laughs> called him out. <laughs> well, now I mean I don't think he acts the I don't think he acts the same way on a Fast and Furious set as he does on a Spielberg set. Right. Right. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, Spielberg owns that shit, but now he's like he's like a big time producer now in those movies, so he kind of gets away. Yeah, with but shit. even even now, if he's even even now, if Spielberg's directing you, you don't act that way. No, no, he'll just he'll shun you forever. <laughs> yeah, well, Shia yeah, LaBeouf. Plus, it's Steven Spielberg, <laughs> right? Your best fucking behavior, right? He can make or break your career. <clears throat> All right, um, I got a couple of uh, Harry Potter. Uh, couple of Harry Potter ones. Um, Daniel Radcliffe went through, he went through 160 pairs of glasses in over the course of all the movies. Don't ask me how you do that. Like I, I had one pair of sunglasses for like two years and they were in perfect shape. I just lost them, you know, but yeah. But were you, were you flying Quidditch matches on? With them? <laughs> were you doing magic? Where, did you have yeah. a did you have an evil wizard after you? <laughs> yeah, none of that shit happened. So that's not. Really <laughs> and he went through eighty. He went through um, eighty wands. That I can see. Like which breaking, he like, well, he kept breaking them because he was using them as drumsticks. Oh well, that's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just dumb, <laughs> idiot. That's just dumb. <laughs> There's no wizard messing with. <laughs> no, you're uh, an idiot. 
Yeah. Fucking playing drums with <laughs> with wizard sticks. Um and then uh let's see what else did I find out. Um Oh, Moni Myrtle. How old do you think she is in real life, the actress? 32. 37 years old. She was actually the oldest actress to portray any Hogwarts student. Or a student in general. Yeah. It's like uh it's like never been kissed when everybody thought Drew Barrymore was in fucking high school. Like, <laughs> she no, was 25. She like no, she's not that. I don't think she was 25 at the time, was she? Um, she was older than that. Well, this is like 20 years ago, man. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, at least Moni Mortal kind of looked like she was in high school. Yeah. There's no way Drew Merrimore looked like she was in high school. (laughs) And David Arquette, for that matter. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He was probably 30 at the time. Everybody in that high school is fucking stupid. (laughs) They couldn't figure it out. And the teacher was a pedophile. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, as soon as he finds out how real old she really is, he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Comes up later. Yeah, bye. I I was in a, wasn't that in a What the Fucked episode of ours? Or it was. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got, a, I got a Rocky Four one. Oh, hold on. I got one more. I got one more for okay. Harry Potter. Um this one was kind of cool because it's an Easter egg. but And I didn't know this, and I don't know why. I'm, I, this is the kind of shit I should know. But in Chamber of Secrets, when you first go into Dumbledore's uh, office for the first time, uh, there's, a, there's a picture of Gandalf the Grey um, in, the collection, oh. in the collection of great wizards in his study. That I didn't see. That I didn't know. <laughs> I have to go back and watch that scene now. Fuck. I want to know. It's pretty freaking yeah, me cool. Too. <laughs> All right, would that would that take like five five tidbits for me to not know one? Five or six? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how much behind the scenes shit I watch. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, the Rocky Four one. Okay. So um, apparently, Dolph Lundgren almost killed Sylvester Stallone <laughs> on this movie. <laughs> how? So Stallone didn't like the way the boxing looked and asked Lundgren to be like really punch him in one scene. So he didn't want to. He's like, I'm not going to punch you. And Stallone's like, no, no, I really want you to punch me. Like, I want you to throw a convincing punch. Punch me. So they filmed it. One punch, he fucking knocks him down. <laughs> apparently, apparently that scene where Jaga's taking steroids and he punches that thing and that Russian dudes, whatever Drago hits, he kills. Like, apparently Dolph Lundgren in real life actually can do that because <laughs> Stallone had to go to the ER after the hit and stay like three days because he hit him so hard that Stallone's heart started to swell. Oh, my God. So he had a concussion? No, his heart, dude. Not his fucking head. Oh, oh, I thought you said his, his head. His heart. Oh my god! That was heart. I did not know. Could you that. imagine being hit so fucking hard that your heart starts to swell? <laughs> like fucking kill me now! <laughs> and how, like <laughs> that's so funny because he takes a beating in that movie <laughs> and he still right. keeps going. Yeah. So, but in real life, apparently, if Dolph Lundgren hits you, you could die. <laughs> So they weren't kidding. They were. they, that Russian was not kidding. <laughs> nope. 
Oh my gosh. So the and you're um, right. Like if he hits that hard in real life, imagine, imagine if Stallone's like hit me in the face, he would have like dislocated his face. Oh yeah. He starts that's fucking. That's a hard punch. He hit. Too. He hit him so hard he started talking right. Yeah, <laughs> and this is when Dr- this is when Dolph Lundgren was like young too, like twenty five. Oh, the dude, and that dude like, was yeah. fucking ripped. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> He's like, and act- Stallone was ripped in that movie too. Yeah, they, they Stallone was taking, ripped in that movie. I think they were both taking steroids. And, and to be it, honest with uh, you. clearly it did not matter because <laughs> it didn't matter how much Stallone was ripped. It's like you're not made of your face isn't made of metal, like they said in the movie. Yeah, like <laughs> if you fought. If you fought Dolph, you would have been dead. Like he would have Apollo Creed you. He would have he would have Apollo'd you. Living in America, living in a six yeah. feet under. I just want to. I want to see that scene now, where he's like, oh. Oh, if did he they, dies, they kept it in the movie. He dies. They kept it no, in the movie? No, 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 they didn't keep it in the movie. <laughs> no, they don't keep that. it. There's a, <laughs> I wanna, yeah. Where's the where's the scene in Rocky Four where he almost dies <laughs> and then gets back up? He's like uh <laughs> he's like, delete that. I don't want anyone to see that. Yeah. It's embarrassing. He falls and then three days falls and then four days later he's back on set. <laughs> right. Where's the scene where he goes to the hospital for three days, goes yeah. back goes back to the boxing ring and finishes so it Rocky out. Five, <laughs> Rocky five should not have been about his head. It should have been about his heart. Right, right. Stupid. I hate you're Rocky all, Five. You're all heart rock. Well, I don't I don't think so. No. no I hope not. <laughs> That would suck right now. <laughs> um, uh, you know the, what? Uh, in Rocky Five, that never like the what really bothered me the most is that uh, I know Rocky is a good guy, but Paulie lost all of their money. Oh, I yeah. would have fucking not. <laughs> if I wasn't gonna punch Paulie, I would not have given him a room in my little shitty house. <laughs> like I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Why? Why does Polly have access to the money? That never made sense. I have sense no to me. idea. I mean, Rocky but, is stupid. Paul is buying say. robots. Just dumb. <laughs> yeah, he's Fucking like dumb man. I invested it in a robot army. It didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like is the last guy I would even give my car keys to, let alone my entire fucking fortune, or have him sign business deals under my name. That never like that, what the fuck is that? Well, and here's the here's the other thing is that the the wife um, was not in Russia the entire time; she was home. So what was she doing? She's just like, what? I don't know. Hey, Polly, you better not do that with the money. <laughs> like, don't do that. Well, I, I, I don't. I, make, I just never thought about that before. I never thought about the fact that Paulie had access to all of the money yeah. and could sign business deals under Rocky's name. Right. Like how Rocky at this point that I'm thinking through this, Rocky at this point kind of deserves it. <laughs> kind of does. Like, think of the dumbest family member you know. Like, the dumbest person you can think of. Would you give him access to like your? car let alone your entire fortune <laughs> no <clears throat> like you're you're not you're not even if it was like fucking honda civic 
I'm like, no, Paul, I don't, <laughs> you're, like, not, you're not driving. You're not yourself. driving my Pinto. <laughs> yeah, you're not no. driving. Get get out of the golf cart. You're not driving that either. <laughs> but here, but here, you can sign multi million dollar deals. You're not, you can't take my kid, my kid's big wheel. Yeah, <laughs> get back in multi million dollar deals. Yeah. What kind of shit did he invest in? I want to know that. Where did Subway. Where, Subway. Subway. Jared. Jared. <laughs> he invested in Jared. Oh God. Um, what's the next behind the scenes you got? Um, I have, uh, Titanic. Um, okay. Uh, I probably know every single Titanic behind the scene thing. Let's see. Well, this is about the actual crew. Um, okay. I think like majority of the crew fell ill and they were all like hallucinating and shit. So oh, yeah, because somebody put drugs in the food. Yes, yeah, somebody put P- PCP <laughs> in their food. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How come you know all this behind the scenes of Titanic? You're like, oh, I'm, I, I'm like, well, because I, because <laughs> that, at that time the special effects in that movie had never been seen before. They were almost seamless. I'm so like, I wanted to know, like, I'm like how show, they did it. I'm like, showgirls, you're like, oh, shit, I know everything about showgirls. Like, lay it on me. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that horrible sex scene in the pool. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. You're like, I, tr- I tried that after the movie. It didn't work, it didn't work it didn't out. Work. Hooker drowned. <laughs> Hooker drowns. <laughs> oh, shit, I better delete that. Yeah, <laughs> I got uh, I got the Dark Knight. Um, so you know how uh, Christopher Nolan's really notorious for spoilers. Yeah. So he they everybody knew that they were filming in Chicago uh, early on, but in order to throw them off, they told everybody that they were filming a romantic comedy called Rory's First Kiss. <laughs> what? So. So that nobody would go. Like, why would you fucking show up to try to snap pictures of a romantic comedy called Rory's First Kiss? So they tried to, they, they didn't hide the fact that they were filming. They just told them it was like some stupid romantic comedy and nobody wanted to take pictures of it anymore. <laughs> awesome. That's genius. Uh, speaking of Dark Knight, um, did you know that like when Michael Caine first saw uh, Heath Ledger as the Joker. He like was so yeah, shocked. The elevator that he, scene. He forgot his he yep. forgot his lines. And they kept it because if you watch him, if you watch that scene over again, he he opens the elevator. He's supposed to say something, but he doesn't. And then he just moves out of the way. And his Michael, you can see Michael Caine's mouth still open. Oh, like, that's staring, awesome. staring at Heath Ledger. That's so, fucking awesome. Yeah. Now I got to rewatch that part. That's so cool. Yeah, I knew that a while ago too. <laughs> so far, so far, you've only got me once. You need to fucking pretend you don't know this shit. <laughs> like, oh, I can't. I didn't know that. No way, we landed on the moon. I didn't know the Titanic wasn't supposed to sink. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, tell me something behind the scenes about like Luke and Luke and Vader or something. Like, yeah, don't. I'm not gonna know that, right? I'm not going to know what they, how they try to hide that at all. <laughs> oh, like yeah. Star Wars trivia. Oh, yeah. I don't dare. 
do too much yeah. Star Wars trivia because it's that's too, yeah, I, almost I didn't too even, easy. I didn't even touch Star Wars. I didn't even touch Star Wars. Um, what do you uh, what do you got? Wait, did you just go? Well, I kind of said the Dark Knight one, but I can do um, so. In Jaws, Jaws. There was that famous line. Um, we're gonna need oh a bigger. God. We're gonna need a yeah. bigger boat. Yeah, which apparently wasn't in the script. I guess the 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 cast and crew were saying that all the time when things were about to go wrong. They kept saying that, yeah. and then eventually there was a scene in the movie, which it's now that's the scene is when he says it and they kept it in there because they're like, oh, that, that, you know, that works perfectly for that scene. But they used to say it all the time throughout the movie and they just kept cutting it out because they're like, haha, it's, it was like the inside joke. So um, I thought that was interesting. There, there is a lot of Jaws trivia out there and I know a lot of it. For some reason, yeah. that one, that one escaped me. I don't, I don't remember reading about that or seeing well, That would that. be like one of the first ones I knew. <laughs> <laughs> that scene. He still, he still got me that one time. Uh, I got Alien Three, so they they wanted to film this movie so bad that they started constructing sets for the movie before the script was ever written. So because all these expensive ass um, movie sets were done. Um, and when they brought on like a second director or a second writer, they had to incorporate what they had already built. Oh my god! <laughs> so literally, that that's one of the reasons why that movie is fucking terrible, is because they had they only they designed sets and the story had to be built around the sets. That that's the first time I've ever heard of anything like that happening. Uh, do you think that happens more often than not? Like that doesn't make sense. Usually, the no. the, the script dictates what the sets are going to look like, right? So yeah, because that that was one of my least. I mean, that's like my least favorite Alien movie. I hate that movie because it completely. I negates, think it's between three and Resurrection are pretty bad. Yeah, but it it completely negates the second one. What I love so much about the second one. So well, the one that we just saw last year negates. Everything. All of so, it. <laughs> yeah. Way to fuck it up. Way to midi-chlorian aliens. There's supposed to be another one, too. And I'm like, why? Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> I just don't. don't want it. <laughs> why are you it. the way that you are? <laughs> <clears throat> and, um, <clears throat> well, I didn't know uh, this. I didn't know this either, but, God, in fact, I don't know any of this shit, but um, Sean Connery when he was James Bond, did you know that he like always wore to pay every seven, <laughs> all seven appearances in James as James Bond, he wore a hairpiece. Yes. I did know that from the, I guess it was from the time he was 17 or something like that. He was losing his hair. Yeah. He was going bald. So he, he never had hair. Yeah. He had the was, same, he had the same hair as he did in the last crusade as James Bond. I basically. thought, I thought Last Crusade, he was, they actually he was actually his normal bald self. Or did he have? He hair? was. That's what I mean, though. Or, or, or no, maybe, he was. Maybe he, he had, did have hair. Yeah. Yeah. No, he didn't. No, he was bald, but he had like hair at the sides at the back. That's right. And then it was like, oh, that's right, because I remember watching um, Entrapment with Catherine Zeta Jones, and like he had hair. Then like he hair. had the yeah. Then he had like a crew cut. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just watched that movie just so to see that scene where she sticks her ass up in the air. 
<laughs> that sold me on the entire movie. I'm like, I'm going to see this movie. Hey, Catherine Zeta Jones was was it, man. Like I, I just watched Max. Mask of, oh my god, so just watched. Go- she was gorgeous. Mask of Zorro and yeah, and Entrapment, just fantastic. I remember back in the day, you didn't get trailers online. You had to actually go to the movies. So I always went, you know, 15 minutes early so I could go see the trailers. And I remember seeing that scene, a trailer up on the big screen. I'm like, oh, you had me at raises my ass up in the air. <laughs> to get through lasers. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't know what this movie's about. I don't care if they built this entire movie around that scene, but your, I, you sold me. You got your heart. Me. Your heart started swelling up like Stallone's. <laughs> yeah. Get my popcorn ready. You're not the only thing swelling up. You're like, oh. <laughs> it's like it's, it could have been a trailer for Rory's first kiss, and I was like, I'm going. <laughs> I think that's Batman, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Just leave that scene in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do we get? Is it your turn or mine? Uh, uh, I, no, I got it. No, I got the James Bond. I, yeah. Uh, let's see. I got. I'm gonna skip over this one. I'm gonna go to My Blue Heaven. One of my like favorite movies. Oh, I love it's that. A, movie. It's a really underrated comedy. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite movies. Rick, Rick Moranis is great in it, but Steve Martin's fucking phenomenal in that movie. Anyway, <clears throat> the um, the the director or the writer for when Harry met Sally, Nora Ephron was married to Goodfellas writer, Nicholas Pileggi, right? Yep. So she was inspired by some of like Henry Hill's stuff from, um, Henry Hill is the, um, guy in Goodfellas. Yep. Right. So, so anyway, so she took that and went in a different direction and wrote a screenplay for a comedy, which became My Blue Heaven. So they ended up releasing in the same years, a month apart. Oh, so Goodfellas, which one came out first? Uh, it was Goodfellas came out first. Okay. But in, I never put that two, I never put those two and two together. No, I would I didn't either. that. But if you take a step back, you're like, oh shit, that is the same movie because Witness Protection. The right, same thing, right. but one is serious and one is, you know, <laughs> less, Rick Moran is blaming, blaming, yeah, blaming October for stress and divorce. <laughs> right. Or Halloween, I should say. Halloween, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that movie is so good. If you've never seen My Blue Heaven, get it. Go watch it's it. It's awesome. So, it's, it's, it's so good. Been, I have it on iTunes. It has to be like 20 years since I've seen that movie, but I remember it pretty well. It's so good. It's, it's so really good. funny. My favorite, one of my favorite scenes in that movie is where like everybody's being really nice to Steve Martin in the in the grocery store, uh-huh. and then find like he, everybody keeps saying, "Have a great, have a nice day, have a nice day" in the grocery store, and finally he's fucking had it, and he's in the frozen food section, and somebody says, "Have a nice day," and he turns around and goes, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> This is the way he does it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. They're so nice to him. He just turns around and fucking says, fuck you. So it's good. Like, tired of this shit. Uh, finding, in Finding Nemo, again, all these I don't know. I don't know why. I used to be really into this shit, and this one kind of blew my mind because I was like, what? I thought she was always for this part. But in Finding Nemo, 
Ellen was not originally for Dory. In fact, Dory was supposed to be a boy. Um, and so one day, I guess the director was working on the script or something like that. And he heard Ellen's voice in the background on her sitcom that she had at the time. And all of a sudden it kind of, it kind of went into his brain. And then he just, he just, once he decided that Ellen DeGeneres was going to be Dory, the, his writing just started spewing out. He's like, started writing for her perfectly. And he's like, oh, why didn't I think of this before? So she never was considered for the role. It was supposed to be for a boy. So uh, I thought that was interesting. I had no idea because I always thought that Ellen was was always supposed to be Dory. You know, like it was written for her. And it was, but only under those weird circumstances. That, yeah, that is weird. I, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that so was kind of cool. That's two. That's <laughs> two out of nine, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's perfect for that role. Like it's, it's like um, Tom Hanks and... And uh, Tim, Tim Allen, what the fuck, Tim Allen? Yeah, they're perfect. Like uh, they're so iconic in those roles. They are the shit. The shit that Dory says is fucking hilarious. <laughs> what does he call Nemo at one point in in Finding Nemo? Are we looking for your son Pedro or some shit like Pedro. that? <laughs> like it's not even fucking close. He says it's she like, says something like that's not even close. Right, it's like way off. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking far off. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, is it my turn or yours? Oh, my turn. Um, your turn. Let's see. You probably know this one, but um, one of the the studio. Back in 1984, Cameron James Cameron wasn't a big director, so in order to get his big budget Terminator movie made, the uh, the company wanted OJ Simpson. Simpson to be the the T800, yeah, and they thought he was too nice of a guy to pull it off. And I think it's fucking ironic now that he know he was way worse. So much. Oh, shit. We should have hired him. Yeah. The Terminator would have turned around and be like, that's fucked up. What you just did. I would have done that. And then tying into Terminator. Yeah. And then tying into Terminator 2. Arnold Schwarzenegger got $15 million for Terminator 2. And why that's so big is because he only said 700 words in that entire movie. Wow. 700 words. So like the word uh counts as a word, right? Yep. So 700 words at $15 million breaks down to around $21,400 a word. That's insane. A word. That's a lot of money for, what is that, 1990? That was, that's a yeah, long 1990, time ago. Yeah, 1990 and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got can you paid. 20, can you imagine being paid $21,000 for a like words for 700 just seven hundred words. He got he got a huge payday for Batman and Robin too, being um, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, and that's he was ridiculous. Barely on screen, and he got. I'm still waiting for my check to go that I went to go see that movie. <laughs> Give me my money back. Yeah, and Joel I, Schumacher owes me fucking lots of money for that movie. <laughs> so I don't have any more, but I have I have this uh, the, the stars who almost had famous roles. Okay. That's oh, my I got a, I got a bunch more if you want me to go. Well, uh, sure, you could do that, and then I can rattle these off when we're ready. But right, basically, so, go ahead. <coughs> all right, so Schindler's List. 
Schindler's List, great movie, right? Won an Oscar, Spielberg's first Oscar for Best Picture. Not for Best Picture, but for Best, best director. director. Yep. Right? So Spielberg famously quit school to film, to, to you know, start working. First as, you know, t- in TV, then obviously to the movies. So he quit film school. So after 33 years, he went back to finish college. Oh, wow. The the final requirement was this: he has to make a student film for his final like final exam, right? <laughs> oh, wow. That final film, that final film was Schindler's List. <laughs> imagine turning that in. <laughs> Could you imagine you're turning that in? You're like, he's gonna fuck the curve up, right? Like seriously, this this movie is gonna fuck the bell curve. What the fuck? Everybody like how many student like, how out, many student films? Yeah, fuck this. Like one of them's like you know, like, could you imagine like you're in this class, right? Just think of a class like you're in English, right? And this fucking dude hands in Romeo and Juliet as his fucking final exam. You're like, fuck you. What am I supposed to do now? A baking class, and it's like Emerald, right? You know, like, yeah, Jesus Christ, exactly. It's fucking bullshit, right? It's like a. Uh, it's funny. Like you're a, you're you're you you're in a you're in a, a speech class, right? A public speaking class, and the dude in front of you, it's fucking Abraham Lincoln. He gives the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> and you're like, how the fuck am I supposed to follow that? This is bullshit. It's a band final, and it's like fucking Beethoven, right. like conducting the symphony. You're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, could you just imagine the best of your best in college classes that you took? And then, but this actually happens in real life, where he hands in Schindler's List as his final student film. Can you can you imagine that? It'd be even funnier. It'd be even funnier if he didn't get an A on the on the exam. <laughs> the guy's like, oh, that was way too controlled. The guy's a man. fucking not. The guy's a Nazi. He's like, this is bullshit. This is not a like good a real, movie. He's like a German. This is not true. He's, an, he's like, a, he's yeah. He's like, this is a propaganda film. The Holocaust never happened. That's bullshit. I said you had to write fiction, not nonfiction. <laughs> it's like Mel Gibson's dad is the professor. <laughs> uh. I just couldn't imagine being in that class. Like, it's even funnier also if he if it was after he won the Oscar, right? It would have been after because May is when the final exams are, right? Right. If, when if did, he did it that way, when and the Oscars are in March. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So he turned it in afterward. Can you imagine, like, every other student? He, said, turned, in, can he you... turned in an Academy Award-winning fucking film. <laughs> can you play as that? His final student film. Can you play that movie after all of ours, please? Like, I don't want, I don't want you yeah. to play that before ours. <laughs> I literally would hand, I would literally raise my hand and be like, so there's not going to be a bell curve on this exam, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, this, is, this is kind of bullshit. <laughs> this is going to fuck everything up. Like, all I did was film... My dog taking shits in yards. <laughs> I made a and Lego did it in movie. black and white. I did it in black and white too. I, I mean, it. I filmed mine in black and white. Except I don't have a girl in a red dress or a red coat. I have the brown for my dog taking a shit. <laughs> like I, I made a stop go motion Lego movie. It's the same, yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing though, right? Right. <laughs> Mine's three minutes long. It took me six months to do three minutes of film. So the stop motion Lego. He turns in guy, Schindler's List. That's incredible. Yeah, he turns in Schindler's it's, List. Yeah. 
<laughs> so anyway, I didn't know that. I thought it was fucking hysterical. That's that, awesome. That would be his last. That that would be how he passes college. Right, <laughs> right. He's like, let me here, let me give this a shot. Let me. Do I don't even know. Thing. Like, what what are the classes? Like history. Who's a big history? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> history. <laughs> Did the speech thing. Yeah, it's the I have key. no idea. Like, what are the what are the classes? Would it be like the best of the best? That <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think I like just think short that... stories and like Stephen King hands you the Green Mile. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how do I top this? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't imagine. Did Spielberg like attend classes? Did he just like register and then just show up at the? I end? don't know that, the, the thing <laughs> like that, I that saw movie just, Summer School. Said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he probably would film Summer School, make it into a movie while he's handing the channels list. Like I, I don't know. I, it didn't say. I just thought that that little tidbit was fucking hilarious. That's really awesome. That's so that awesome. Oh, like, look at his fucking teacher's pet. Handed in the, handing in his. Student Academy Award-winning film. Fuck you. <laughs> Stupid movie about the Holocaust. This is yeah. dumb. <laughs> the only way the only way that film fails is if the teacher is a Nazi. Right. <laughs> the only way it fails. Right. Um, oh, so let's move over. This is TV. This is TV, but it has movie ties to it. So Westworld, and I'd have to go back and check, but Westworld uses the same sets. Just updated a little bit and changed the signs. The same sets as Blazing Saddles did. Oh, are you serious? The, what do you mean? Wait a minute. The same set. Well, I don't remember. Like, you mean the old Westworld movie? So, no, the Westworld the TV show. Well, like outdoor, or like you mean the the outdoor outdoor the western? <laughs> it's not the technology sets. <laughs> yeah, it's not. The, it's not the big giant dome. <laughs> I don't remember, like, <laughs> I don't remember, like... <laughs> yeah, it's not the control center. <laughs> control centers and naked robots. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. So, no, but if all, you think about it, the, the bar is the same, too. Oh, my gosh. That's too funny. That would be really cool if he had, like, a bit part in it where he's just, like, walking around out there. It's like the <laughs> well, comedy dead, program. <laughs> so I hope not. Well, in Westworld, that, that would actually work. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know this. I've seen this movie uh, like a hundred times. So in Temple of Doom, did you know Dan Aykroyd's in that movie? Where? He's He is the guy who is instructing Indy, Short Round, and Willie to get onto the plane before oh, they get on the plane. I, I, seem to, I seem to remember that now because I can picture his voice in my head when he's, he's telling. Yeah, I just, I never knew that. Yeah, because the other tidbit was right before that was the club Obi Wan, which that was an easy one. But right. um, I think it says even says Obi Wan on this ship. Yeah, that's right. He does. He's like, he's like, you know, telling him. To, uh, I don't know, like poultry. Like they're carrying poultry. Or no, no, no. It was it was or, carrying poultry, but it had the it had the uh, it had the gangster's name on it. The club you're thinking about the club, which is called Club Obi Wan. Right, but on the but on uh, the. You know, on the plane, I thought it said Obi Wan too. No, it said no. Uh, it was it that said, guy. It, it was said a, Le, it was Le, Le Shao or whatever it was. Le Shao. Yeah, it was the Shao guy's name. Le or Lau or something. It was the main guy's name. That's right. But he the does like. Guy but he. But Dan Aykroyd is the guy that that he's talking about. Like this is the plane that we secured for you. Of course, uh, on board is uh, poultry. Right. Like, poultry. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. No way. That makes sense. That's All fucking right, so crazy. So another one. 
Now, imagine this. You're going to lunch, right? It's 1994. You're going to lunch. And during this lunch meeting, instead of, like, talking about what happened during football and shit like that or anything like that, you come up with the ideas for movies that would become A Bug's Life, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc., and WALL-E. Yep. Because that's what happened in 1994 with John Lasseter, Pete Docter, Joe Raft. Came up right. with those four movies doing one lunch. That's yep. fucking crazy. That's I insane. Remember, I remember that because right before WALL-E came out, they had that little short, that little teaser trailer before WALL-E. And it was literally said what you just said. It's like these gentlemen sat down at lunch and they came out with these movies and they were showing the posters. And then, but the last movie they talked about was a little robot called Wally. And then it went right into the trailer. So that's so right. funny. But that's, I mean, that's that's crazy. I mean, could you imagine being at that lunch? Well, like imagine how- you're the fourth guy. Imagine you're the fourth guy that they don't want to mention, and the fourth <laughs> guy's like, "Guys, these ideas are stupid." <laughs> or he, he had diarrhea and he had to leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or some or, shit. Well, he just is like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna watch nobody's gonna want to watch a movie about a talking fish, guys. Yeah, this is nobody's gonna want to watch that. I'm gonna go and make we're, we're gonna John base Carter. it around. A, we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna base it around a uh, we're gonna base it around a robot that doesn't talk for an entire movie. Nobody's going to go see that. Yeah, you guys are you stupid. Know? Yeah, you guys are dumb. You guys keep smoking your weed. <laughs> Went on to make That's like all crazy, these crappy, crappy, crazy business films. lunch. Yeah. Go make ants. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, my God. That's yeah. That's, that's amazing. That, well, you know what? Sh- I, I can I can kind of relate though. I mean, how many lunches or how many times that you and I have talked about really cool shit that should be made? Only we don't have business right. deals. <laughs> so like different. Yeah, we don't work for Pixar. Or we like smoke and then we forget it the next day. <laughs> Our really cool ideas. Right. So it's like, well, <laughs> what I'm, I'm, I want to know. I'm curious to know if you know this next one. Okay. So it's about Star Trek Two. Do you know who the director for Star Trek Two was? Because I forgot to write his name down. Uh, Whoever the director was for Star it's the Trek same, Two, it's the same guy that directed uh, Number Six, I think. And I I'm trying know. to I fuck. Know. I'm trying to remember his name. What's his name? I don't know. I, I didn't write it down. Oh, you? That's why I wanted to ask you. <laughs> I thought you were, <laughs> <laughs> you were anyway. asking me because you wanted to snap no, no. me or something. No, no, no. That's not. That's not the behind the scenes part. The behind the scenes part is that he had to. In order to get William Shackner to actually act, he would constantly do multiple takes to get him so tired that he actually had to try to act, <laughs> which is why I guess he's really good in that movie. Oh, yeah. Because he's awesome. actually acting. Nicholas Meyer. Like he would just try to um, – he would just like phone it in, and the, the director was like, no, 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 we're going to keep going. <laughs> and he would just do multiple takes and get Shatner so fucking tired that he actually had to try to act. And that's when he got his best stuff out. That's fucking hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, there was something similar about um, – I remember George Clooney used to bob his head a lot. And oh, then, Steven Spielberg said to him. Yeah, to stop, like you, you got to knock, knock that shit off. And then he – because he started – his first movie was uh, with DreamWorks, his first movie, which was The Peacemaker. Uh, with Nicole Kidman. But I remember right. like he was even bobbing his head as Batman. And then I remember in a movie, uh, it was with Jennifer Lopez. With, uh, uh, no, it was also in uh, 
One Fine Day with Michelle Pfeiffer. He does well. He bobbed. He bobbed his fucking head in that movie too. But in the movie with Jennifer Lopez and Don Cheadle, he stopped. That the director like would not have it. He's like, you need to stop doing that. And so when you watch that movie very carefully, he doesn't. He doesn't do that. George Clooney, you know, ER Bob head shit. Yeah. Um, he even did it when he was Booker on Roseanne. I was like, oh my god, he, it's the same yeah, acting he did. style. Yeah, he did do it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, I got uh, Spider Man, and it's a tie-in to all the Evil Dead's. Oh, okay. And it's the um, in every single movie Sam Raimi does, he's got the Delta eighty-eight. Yeah, the car. Car. Yep. So in Spider-Man, it's the one that Uncle Ben is driving. Right. And then obviously in the Evil Dead ones, it's one of the one Ash is driving. Right. So that that same car that Uncle Ben is driving in, it's a premonition that he gets killed. Right. Because he's driving that car. It's an ugly and, car, too. And? But I love the way Ash loves it. <laughs> Like, I love the I'm way like, Ash talks I'm about like, it. Like, where's the punchline? <laughs> no punchline. It's just all tied in together. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean that that car has been in like every single Sam Raimi movie in one way or another. Um, I think it yeah, was but, even yeah. It was also in that uh, what was that horror movie where like hell hell comes for you or some shit like that. Uh, the girl. Oh, the, remember that. Yes, girl, I re, um, it was a blonde. Go to hell, or I, I can't remember what that movie is called. I know something what you're like that. About. Where, but it's even Wizard of keep, Oz. The hell's even, coming for it. It's in the Wizard of Oz. Well, he Sam Raby record, uh, not Wizard of Oz. Uh, the, the great, and wonderful, the great and powerful Oz. The oh, car, oh, okay. The car was in there too, but I don't remember where it was. But that car is in every single movie and TV show he's ever done. Yeah, but it's even. But it's only funny when when it's with Ash, <laughs> right? I love it when in um, Ash, Ash versus Evil to, uh, Evil Dead. Um, I think on season three or season two, season two, the the car actually like comes to life and stuff and tries to kill. Yeah, him. I yeah, that was genius. Um, um, so in Forrest Gump, did you know there's more CG in Forrest Gump than in Jurassic Park? What? I know that the yeah. I know that Lieutenant Dan had um, he had his leg CGI'd off, but where was all the CG coming from? Besides well, besides putting Tom Hanks in the all the JFK those... scenes, yeah, um, the Vietnam scenes, the the Bubba Gump uh, fish scenes on the ocean. He puts them uh, in all those. Seats. I know all those news feeds. I mean, he puts them in, you know, with the president, right? Even shit. even the speech in front of the Lincoln Center. That's all CG. You know, CG the crowd. I there. might. I kind of believe that because I just watched Jurassic Park the other day for the first time. Because it's uh, for the first. Not time. a lot of CG in there. It's been a long time, but it it was a twenty five. It's uh, going to be celebrating. I think it's twenty fifth anniversary this year. Um, it's not a bad idea to go through the Jurassic Park series, especially when the new one's coming out, but. They, uh, uh, there's, there isn't a lot, I mean, there's CG in it, but there's a lot of practical effects too. And, and then there's a lot just with the actors reacting and shit like that. So I guess I could believe that. No, thinking about it. Yeah. There's way more CG in Forrest Gump. Yeah. That's interesting part. Cause you don't count, you don't count the stop, not stop motion, the animatronics. 
anytime <coughs> there's a close up, a close up on the dinosaur, it's uh, it's something one that real they built that they could touch. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah, it's to- totally believable. There's only like maybe four major scenes in that movie that have CG dinosaurs. So, um, you have some more? Are we nearing the end? Because I've got. Um, I don't have. Well, we're any almost left. at an hour here, so uh, yeah. let me see if I have any more. I don't know. Uh, no. I I got one that's kind of like lame, but to it's about uh, actually. You know what? I think I have one that I didn't say at the beginning. Yeah, I ran out a while ago, but I have a few. Oh, mine was American Graffiti. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. It was forced to move to Petaluma from um, from San Rafael, I was guess. Because yeah, the, San Rafael the, the, is the like town. in uh, Marin County, I think. Right. The town was getting pissed off at all the the late night shoots and the you know the cars and everything, and apparently it was like a really raunchous set. Like Harrison Ford got arrested for a bar fight. One crew member got arrested for growing marijuana. Uh, <laughs> someone someone set George Lucas's motel room on fire. Um, Richard Dreyfus fucking had a huge gash on his forehead from somebody throwing him into a swimming pool after hours. <laughs> like fucking, just like crazy shit happening. That sounds on the amazing. <laughs> on American graffiti, right? <laughs> it's not some like. Raunchy comedy or something like that. It's yeah, it wasn't like, like Studio 54 or Showgirls. <laughs> it's Showgirls. Um, okay, so I'm just going to rattle off some stuff, and then we'll end this, put this thing to bed. So um, stars who almost had famous roles, either by they either turned them down because they were dumb shits or there were scheduling conflicts you know, that kind of thing. Or the director said, uh-uh, we're not doing that. We're grabbing this guy instead. So the first one you had already mentioned, you mentioned the Terminator, that the, originally the studio sat Cameron down and they're like, we want O.J. Simpson for the role of the Terminator based on his Hertz commercial because he could, like, jump over shit. You know, like, look at him go. He's fast and he can jump over luggage. You know, but uh, Cameron's like, he's not menacing enough. You know, and they prove that because next thing you know, he's like a naked gun <laughs> as Nordberg. <laughs> you imagine Nordberg as the Terminator. <laughs> um, Nordberg stabbing you. <laughs> Keep your wife away from Nordberg. Uh, um, okay, so Forrest Gump. Do you know who originally they wanted for, for Forrest Gump? Actually, no, I don't. John Travolta. And he, really? Yes. And uh, it's so weird. <laughs> and he uh, he turned down the role. And Thank they, God. And then they gave it to Tom Hanks, and it was the biggest regret of his life. He said it's still the biggest regret that he turned that No, that role he down. did everybody a favor. <laughs> he mentioned, like, stupid I is, cannot stupid see him does. in that role. <laughs> no. I cannot see him in that role. So weird, you know, so weird. As <laughs> stupid as a stupid does. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine it. It doesn't compute. It doesn't man. work. Lieutenant it's, Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> I don't see it. It doesn't work. Uh, I mean, he couldn't do 
He couldn't do Nicolas Cage, and Nicolas Cage was actually on set. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I love about Face Off is Nicolas Cage just fucking just, I mean, he was so good in that movie. He's, he was so great as Castor Troy, and he was so great as Sean Archer. Yeah. But Travolta, <laughs> yeah, once, exactly. once Travolta goes to... Nick uh, goes to goes to Castor Troy. He's fucking terrible. Oh yeah, so bad. <laughs> so um, fucking over the top. So yeah, I'm so glad he didn't get that role because that that made Tom Hanks even bigger. I think that was his second Academy Award in a row after Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, Daredevil. Do you know who was supposed to get that role besides Affleck? Who. Oh. They were going to give it to Matt Damon. Oh, shit. But he turned it down because he never saw – he didn't know any of the uh, the directors of any of his work. So he's like, I don't I don't know this guy. So And he turned it down, and then it ended up going to his buddy Affleck, who, like, gladly oh, took it move. because – Gladly took it because he loves uh, – yeah, it was a smart move because, like, Affleck's, like, a – I guess was a huge Daredevil fan. Um and I think, if I remember right, he was supposed to film. Um, he was supposed to do Kevin Smith a favor and do Jersey Girl, was it? And he had to push it back because he's like, "I got to do this Daredevil thing." And then Kevin right. Smith's like, "That's fine, but you're going to do this for nothing. <laughs> you know, you're going to get shit wage." And yeah. so, yeah, because you got like fifteen, you got a bunch of money for doing Daredevil. Um, oh, that movie's terrible. Okay, uh, Casino Royale. Do you know who they were going to give James Bond to? Mm, God. Hugh Jackman was supposed to be James Bond. And you know, I think I did know that. Yeah. While he was filming X-Men 2, they approached him and he said no. He I, it's Something about, I don't remember if it's like, hey, I'm already in one franchise and it's just too much. It was right. something. It was something about it that didn't appeal to him. And then they recently were talking to him about it and he's like, Oh, I would do it in a heartbeat, but he's getting too old to be like, you know, to be born. They need to go young right. again. Yeah. Um, I could have, I could have seen Jackman as, as bond. Yeah, I could have, I could have too. I could have too. I, um, I really do like Daniel Craig's version of it, but I could have seen Jackman in that. Yeah. Um, Iron Man two. They had actually offered the role of Black Widow to somebody else before they gave it to Scarlett Johansson. I'm drawing a blank, but I think I know this. Emily Blunt. Yes, I did know this. Yeah, and and it's crazy to think why she had to turn it down, and it's because of scheduling conflicts, because she was filming that fucking Jack Black movie, Gulliver's Travels. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It's like... Well, it, that's like Hugh Jackman getting oh, that role because... Doug Ray Scott. Doug Ray Scott was filming Mission Impossible 2, which... Went would long. have been at that time. At that time, was a more bankable movie. Yeah. Than Tom Cruise is the biggest action star in the world. Yeah. So it made total sense for him to do Mission Impossible and not X Men. Well, I think so. I think the 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 shoot on Mission Impossible two went went long, and so he couldn't yeah, it do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the same yeah, thing. But, I mean, there's so many instances of that. I mean, I remember Tom Selleck was supposed to be Indiana Jones, but. He couldn't because of Magnum P.I. And then I remember right, yeah. P- 
Pierce Brosnan, they wanted him way early on to do Bond. He would have been doing Bond for years, but he was on Remington Steel. They wouldn't let him out of his contract. That's when, that's when Timothy Dalton. Timothy did. Dalton took over and did two of them. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then he finally got it. Yeah, which Goldeneye is still one of my one of my favorites. Um, let's see, uh, but can you imagine? I mean, Emily Blunt as Black Widow. I don't know. I, I probably could. I could. I could. Yeah, I think she's the better actress, to be honest with you. Um, uh, I think so, too. Ferris Did you Bueller's- see that new trailer with him, her, with her and Krasinski? Yes. That new horror uh, flick? The deaf, that the was really mute, good. The, 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 deaf, the mute movie, or they have to be quiet or whatever. Otherwise, they're going to get Right. It's Krasinski's director- directorial debut. Oh, shit. I'll have to watch that. I have to watch that. Check day. out the trailer. Check out the trailer. It looks really good. Yeah, I have to check that out. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, originally was going to go to this other guy and not Matthew Broderick. Who's the other guy? Huge star. Well, not really a huge star during the eighties, but he was becoming a big star and he had a big hit TV show. Um, Johnny Depp, Johnny, Johnny Depp had to turn it down because of, um, I guess because of scheduling probably, yeah, probably because of the show, but then he became big when he did, you know, Edward Scissorhands, and he became Tim Burton's, you know, right hand. Um, did you know that um, Sarah Jessica Parker and what the hell is his name? You just said it. Whoever Ferris Bueller was, um, Matthew Broderick. Did you know they killed somebody during yeah. that filming? Yeah. Um, wait a minute. Was it a car accident? I don't remember now. It was a car accident. Broderick was driving. He was in Europe. I think he was like in England or Scotland or some shit. And he was driving on the wrong side of the road. He was driving <laughs> on the right side. Oh, no. So basically it was a head-on collision. The other person was killed. Two people were killed. Oh, my God. And he never went to jail or anything? Nope. Nope. Bought his way out of it. Holy shit. Could you imagine if that happened now in the day of age of the Internet? That wouldn't happen. Would it never No. Would it never worked again in his life? Nope. Nope, nope. And, and that film didn't. probably never gets released. No. No, they would have boycotted the shit out of Ferris Bueller's. I mean, now you, know? you just you jizz in a plant, and your your career's toast. You know, imagine well, thirty years somebody. later, it's toast. <laughs> killing somebody. Thirty years later, it's toast. Right. <laughs> thirty years exactly. Um, I got two more. All right, hurry up. Okay, you saw Gravity, right? Did you watch Gravity? Yes. Okay, so. Um, the role went to George Clooney, but before him, there was another guy that they really wanted. And um, who do you think that was? McConaughey. No, that's actually a pretty good. That's a pretty good guess. No, Robert Downey Jr. was supposed to play the uh, the astronaut. Um, I which, could see that. I could see it too because of the because of the way George Clooney played it. He played it like a Playboy astronaut type yeah. guy, and I think Downey Jr. could have done it, but. He turned it down because of the technical aspect of the film. He thought it would mess with his performance. And I was like, wait a minute. You're in a you're fucking in front of a camera. You're sitting in front of a camera uh, like you're, you know, and you're in the Iron Man suit. And I'm like, you are doing just fine. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so that didn't make He's any like, sense. He's like, wait a minute. I can't, I can't go to work in my pajamas. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've seen the Avengers, right? He's <laughs> like, like, I'm Iron Man, bitch. I'm not fucking acting in clothes. 
<laughs> All right. The last one uh, was Lord of the Rings. And this one actually kind of surprised me why I didn't already know this. But um, Ian McKellen was not originally supposed to be Gandalf. Um, it was supposed to go to this other guy. The guy from the uh, Harry Potter. Uh, no, actually. It was supposed to go to Sean Connery. He was offered. Uh, isn't that when Sean Connery like retired? No, he was offered the. Well, kind of. He had he had retired after the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Remember that? Um, Everybody should have been retired after that movie. <laughs> so, Lord of the Rings uh, was offered to him, and he turned it down because he didn't understand it. <laughs> he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Like, fuck this movie. God, it's too stupid. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. understand the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> why is my name Gandalf? This is bullshit. He's like, why don't I just take? Why don't I just take these eagles with me? I could end this movie right now. Why don't we have to walk? He's like, I don't get it. Why are we walking across four continents? I don't understand. I played a dragon before, and I know those things can fly. Why don't we fly with why the goddamn eagles? eagles? <laughs> we have fucking eagles here. Just fucking end it. We could just, just we, when we celebrate after we drop the ring off, we can get Catherine Zeta Jones to fucking stick her ass up in the air. <laughs> Credits. Uh, print the money. Because that, that's how, we, that, that, and that brings our podcast full circle. Right, exactly. <laughs> where we're literally sitting around a table talking about stupid shit that will never get made. <laughs> we're, we're no Pixar. <laughs> I've already made it. I've already made that movie with Sean Connery and Catherine Zeta Jones sticking her ass up in the air. In your head. <laughs> yeah, I've already made that version of Lord of the Rings. In certain scenes, it's better. <laughs> Fuck the eagles. What, what? <laughs> Squidward is walking around. Let's go. Let's fly there. <laughs> That's why Counter, he didn't do it. He's like, I don't understand why we're just walking. <laughs> why, does Gandalf, why does Gandalf get to ride away in a horse, but then when he comes back, they're just walking? <laughs> why, why didn't he bring more horses? If he has a wand, why doesn't he use the goddamn wand? <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to be Gandalf the Great. What's so great about him if he's got to walk? He's like, no, uh, Connery, he's Gandalf the Grey. Like, oh, well, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what kind of magic can he do? Because this Harry Potter fellow, because this Harry, this Harry Potter fellow over here can get to one place to another just by throwing dirt on the ground. Why can't you apparate? God damn it! He's like, this guy's, this guy's got a staff, a magic staff. It's much bigger than a wand. Why am I walking? I was James Bond. Damn it! I had an Ashton Martin. Why can't I just drive to the fucking, you know, Mount and Doom? And a God damn it. <laughs> Where's Q? Where's my gadgets? Where's my gadgets and my toupee? <laughs> He's got a little gun hidden under his toupee. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, that was episode 123 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Dick. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>